you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are honored today. We have Zach Knight, uh, missionary extraordinaire, works with Wounded Spirits Ministries. He's swinging back through to be with us today. He's, uh, he's up in West Virginia. What's going on, Zach? Uh, not much up here. We're just trying to stay dry and warm. Yeah, we've, uh, and folks, at the time we're recording this, it'll go back a week from now probably, uh, a few days anyway, you remember that just all along the East Coast and everything, there was snow and rain and craziness, and uh, certainly everybody's recovering from that. Yesterday, we had uh, flooding here all around, and uh, we had to literally turn around and and, uh, uh, and drive different roads and things like that yesterday, so it's just crazy. But uh, anyway, Zach, so tell us a little bit about you and your family. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we've been... Uh... Uh, full-time deputation since last July after our missions uh, week down there in South Carolina. And we've been hitting it hard this this year so far. I've got February, March, and April fully booked uh, with meetings and missions conferences. Yeah. And so uh, we're just trying to spread the word about our ministry to help. Uh, everyone has someone that they know has suffered from PTSD or is suffering from PTSD. Yeah, it's real. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's real. And, uh, going out there and spreading, you know, probably like the rest of us, you run into people that come up to you and say, Hey, I suffer from that. Or I didn't know I suffered from that. Do you get a lot of that? Yeah. And, and the thing is, and the thing is for me too, I, I mean, being a combat veteran and stuff, and I've talked to several of the veterans that they're like, yeah, we just never talk about it. And I said, one of the biggest things for me was, actually talking about what I've went through has helped me heal. And so I, I offer them that free line of communications. Uh, we give them our prayer card, my personal numbers on there. And I say, call me if you need to talk. And I, it's really helped me, um, I guess, unload uh, from my mind to, to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's good. And it's good to talk with other people, to, you know, just it's it's always good to sit down with someone else and say, man, I've been through some junk, and this is what I've been through, and and uh, and people can come back and say, you know, I've been there too, and, and let me tell you what really helps, and and that's amazing, and, and to be able to, I guess, you know, use the word of God with each other. So I guess if there's on a day that we use the word discouragement, we want to start by giving you encouragement uh, to wrap up with other people, talk with them, like Zach says, be part of that, talk to your family, and. Uh, so tell us about your family now, Zach, you're married and, uh, give us a rundown on your kiddos and all that. Yep. Uh, Kate and I have been married, uh, this year will be 18 years. Yeah. 2006. Yeah. 18 years. And then, uh, we have three kids. Aiden just turned, uh, 16 in December, right before Christmas. Wow. Owen is 13. Amen. And Paisley, uh, is 10 and, uh, we're trying to get Aiden to drive. Uh, he's got his permit, um, but he just doesn't want to drive. Yeah, our oldest was a little bit like that. He got his license, I think, at 17, and and uh, he was in no big hurry to drive, I don't think. He 
He worried. He was kind of a, I think, you know, taking nothing away from Doug. He obviously graduated from college a few times and uh, is doing great in life. But he was, at that time, I think he was worried about just paying attention enough to drive or wanting to have that responsibility, maybe, you know, to have to run and get groceries and things of that nature. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so keep that in prayer, folks. And, uh, you know, maybe Aiden will be out there when the snow stops flying. That's another thing. You know, driving in the snow is a totally different animal uh, than just driving out there. So for most of us who don't deal with much snow, uh, driving in the snow will freak you out. And especially the first couple hundred times you do it. Uh, now, you know, both Zach and I grew up in the snow belt and uh, they live in a snow belt now. So, uh, I mean, it's just something you get used to. So folks, I wanted to start out today and I wanted to talk about discouragement and uh, Kevin will be with us uh, again tomorrow here. I just wanted to give Zach a chance to zoom back through and to buzz back by. I know how busy his schedule is. And, and I want to look at Galatians 6, 9. And the Bible verse, it, it says a lot about what's going on. It says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. There's a lot going on in that verse. I, I think the first thing that, that catches my mind is obviously that word weary. Uh, don't get to the place where you think, well, it's never going to happen. I'm discouraged. I, you know, I feel like uh, uh, no matter what I do, it turns out bad. Uh, this isn't a thing. I, and, you know, it's so easy, my friends, to become discouraged. The devil wants us to be weary. The devil wants us, another word for weary is discouraged or be tired of going to good deeds. The devil wants us to say, well, it's not worth going to church anyway. The devil wants us to say, well, it, it's just not worth my time I'm putting into this. Nothing good ever comes out of this. And I, I don't know, Zach, has that ever visited you? Have you ever dealt with that? Oh yeah, uh, as you know, the last couple of years, and then, and then our life got flipped upside down, and then so we're we're just continuing to go, uh, and and that's the thing I say like uh, weary and like we worry all the time about things that are supposed to happen and stuff like that, and I tell people worrying is like sitting in a rocking chair. It, it'll give you something to do, but you don't get anywhere. Yeah, and so this this passage, yes, yeah, says. Uh, and let us not be weary. Let's not worry or let's not be discouraged in what we're doing for the Lord. And then it says in due season, every every person has a season. Seasons change all the time. And uh, and, and we'll, we'll reap what we sow when the Lord is ready for us to reap it. Yeah, that's right. And and that whole idea in due season we shall reap and 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 we're not we're not the callers of the season. We can't pull out our calendar and say, well, things are going to start reaping next Monday, you know, or or right. I, I need this to happen by the first of the month or I'm going to throw this fleece out there and and folks that never works. You know, discouragement uh, it really can be real. Now, I, I travel around a lot. You guys know that. I, For the last 20 years, coming up on 20 years, I'm one month away from traveling for 20 years constantly. And in the last 20 years, I've been in a lot of churches. I met a lot of pastors. I met a lot of people, a lot of evangelists, a lot of missionaries. I've done a lot of things. And, and, and I know that uh, that discouragement is one of those big things that hits people. And, you know, I've talked to people and I've said, Pastor, how's it going? He's, man, I'm at, I'm at wit's end. You know, I'm in a church. It's just not going anywhere. I, I don't feel good. And I say, dear brother, you got to start with your own heart, you know, and, and, and I get that. I know where these pastors are coming from. I don't want to mock them or uh, it's easy to get discouraged. And boy, the devil puts a target on Christians and the devil puts a target, uh, I think specifically on 
missionaries and preachers and, you know, those pastors and evangelists and says, man, I, I want to shoot at these people. Then I had one bit of encouragement. Uh, now, I should say about 50% of all the pastors I'm with are a great encouragement to me. Uh, I, I'm very encouraged. About 50% of the churches I'm in, I see growth. Uh, I see encouragement. I see a lot going on. But I was with a dear brother a, a few months back, and I, I remember around the summertime, and I sat down with him, and we were at his church, and we were talking, and I said, how you doing? I said, are you encouraged, brother? And he stopped. And he looked at me for a minute. He said, well, he said, you know, the good news is, is about this church is not dying as fast as my last two did. <laughs> and so there's, a, there's some things you got to look at. So in due season. So, you know, there's an idea in due season of not giving up. There's an idea that if we don't give up, you know, the harvest is going to come. It's like planting. And uh, I've never had a green thumb. Debbie does. If you come by our house, there's plants and trees. And, and uh, especially inside of the house, she has a, just a, a ton of plants that are growing beautifully. We've had them for some of them for all 20 years since we've come back from Germany. And, um, <clears throat> and, and I, I'm encouraged by that. I'm encouraged by people who throw seeds in a field, you know, who plow and uh, put scarecrows up and throw seeds in a field and grow. I was with a missionary some years ago, actually from West Virginia, Zach, and he had planted a real big garden. He had to put scarecrows up and some fences up so the deer wouldn't eat it. And when he would travel and they canned, he, he sent me a picture one time of 600 cannon bottles filled with food for the year. And I'm encouraged by that, but this is what I know. Uh, my dear friend, that missionary, he, he knew something. He knew that the day he put the seeds in, that the next day he wasn't picking uh, what he planted. He knew that the, it, it was going to be a time. It was going to be a due season. Usually people plant maybe, uh, you know, here in South Carolina, the first things go in the ground the end of February, beginning of March. There's usually two crops that we get here in South Carolina. And probably up where Zach lives is one, one big crop, you know, they'll plant string beans, all kinds of stuff. They'll have tomatoes coming in, all that, and then root vegetables. But you know, the season is going to come in, Zach, is, is the point I'm making. And in due season, you know, if the, if the, if the deer doesn't eat it, you're going to have a good, going to have some good ears of corn. You know, if the right. deer, it doesn't, eat it, you're going to have some good. So you know that you have to wait for your season, right? Yeah, you have to, uh, and then that's the thing too. We're humans. We want we want things now, especially in America. Like we can get on Amazon, and two days later we'll have what we want. But but for things that are spiritual, it might take years and and years. I know our pastor; he was saved in two thousand, and for twenty years he was praying that his parents would get saved. And I believe it was twenty twenty one. And hold that and hold that thought, Zach. Listen, folks, we got to do what the radio stations want us to do. So hang with us. We'll be right back with you. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So, Zach, I'm back with you. So uh, you were just saying your pastor prayed for 20 years for his parents, and I had to cut you off because of our commercial break. Yeah, he, he prayed. He got saved, and then he was gung-ho trying to get everyone saved. And his parents, he prayed for 20 years, and I believe it was in 2021 where his mom and dad both got saved. And, <sighs> and it, it's not immediate. It was in due season. The Lord knew that they were going to accept them. 
but we didn't know when. And, and that's what, that's what this means in due season. Everything has a season. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the end of that verse kind of gets to something I think that's really good. It says, and let us be weary in well-doing for in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. So, you know, the condition for reaping the rewards of what we plant of sowing the seed of the gospel of doing the things that God has for us of being out on the road. Uh, we, we got to understand it, it comes after difficult times. It comes when we're on a path, it, 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 it comes, those rewards come if we faint not. And that idea of faint uh, in the Bible means if we don't give up, if we don't roll over and say, man, this is all done. Uh, I remember that uh, <clears throat> we lived in a neighborhood when I was in uh, junior high school, just before we moved to our permanent home. But we lived and there was a, a, a young lady and a young man, and a whole family of kids that I was friends with. We were around the same age, sixth, seventh grade, that type of thing. And they planted a garden one year and they said, oh man, we're not getting anything here and just kind of gave up on it. And I remember in August, I was walking down the road and they said, go get a basket. And, <clears throat> and we ran back to that garden, <clears throat> excuse me, and about half the things were eaten or rotten or something like that. But boy, did we have a harvest out there. I personally took home to my family, you know, three or four dozen ear of corn, uh, two wow. or three bags of green beans and squash and cucumbers uh, because they, they forgot, they fainted. And they were going to let that, that stuff just grow into the ground. But one of the neighbors said, boy, that's the biggest zucchini squash I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. So I, I think there's a rule here, Zach, and that rule is if we don't give up, if we faint not. Yeah, we we can't give up, especially as Christians. Uh, the Lord doesn't give us the the option. He tells us to go and do. And he doesn't say, oh, you can stop if this happens or, or give up. He wants us to complete our race like Paul. Finish our course. Yeah. And get that crown of, of life at the, at, at the end of our race. There's this idea that's perseverance and, uh, you know, perseverance is, is doing good deeds and living a virtuous life. Even when the challenges show up, even when you don't want to make a commitment, even when life is going upside down, even when life doesn't make sense, the persevering soul, uh, that idea of perseverance is literally this great thing where we're not going to give up. We're not going to quit. We're all in. We're going to persevere. We know that if we keep on doing this, that if we keep on running the race, we come to the end. And and uh, I'll tell you, folks, a lot of you know me, and I, and I walk a lot. I, I got away from that, went to the gym for a while, and now I'm back. And, you know, I, I, I popped down a little bit of weight after a couple surgeries in the fall and honestly didn't do anything. And the best thing for me is to eat right and, and to walk. And uh, I, I remember those first couple days just a couple weeks ago, you know, those first couple days, man, I'm going to walk three miles today. And get to two miles and man, I just didn't want to do it. I just, but I had to walk three miles. And then I remember a couple days ago, I, you know, I'm going to walk three and a half miles. I just got to do it. There's a reward there. And then today I went four miles and I'm getting back up to six miles, but this is the thing. I started doing that about a week and a half ago when I've lost 10 pounds. I've started doing that and I'm feeling better. I started doing that and my belts fit again. I started doing that and, and some things are starting to change, but it's in season. I got to trust it. I have to persevere, Zach. And man, there's times we don't feel like persevering. Yeah, there's uh, there's been times for me too. It's like, what am I doing? Why, why am I doing this? And 
some like I know you've talked about just slumming on the couch, just feeling sorry for yourself, but we can't do that. Uh, it's all going to pay off in the end. And uh, one of the things I like in this verse too is that word shall. Uh, I, whenever I read a shall, like ye shall be saved, that's a that's a thing you can take to the bank that the Lord's telling us. Yeah, you shall reap. It's coming. It's coming. And, and that, you know, a second point on that verse that just came to mind when you said that is trusting in God's timing. Boy, that's a hard thing. That's against everything we were ever raised for, right? I mean, right. Yeah, that's against everything. Yeah, and I remember uh, I was at a conference or something, and someone was talking about this guy asked God, uh, how much is a thousand years? He said, in a blink of an eye, and he said, well, how much is a million dollars? He's like a penny. And the guy goes, can I have a penny? And he said, tomorrow. in a second or whatever. Yeah. Right, tomorrow. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and his time is not our time. He's outside of time and he knows the beginning and the end. And we just got to trust, trust him. Yeah. And, and that's a thing. And, and I got to tell you folks, and that comes with this idea of avoiding that wariness, avoiding that discouragement, staying away from those things that, you know, bring burnout or bring you down or bringing other people down. I think one of the worst things that we can do as individuals, as people, any of us, uh, one of the worst things that we can do is bring other people down is become mm-hmm. a stick in the mud, be a knucklehead, uh, not be all in with the, the people we care about, the people we're around, and uh, to be focused somewhere else, to be off. And, 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 and that's when we do that, when we focus somewhere else, when we get off, we get weary. We get weary. We're stuck in that discouragement. And, and this verse has given us a reminder to take care of ourselves, to, to you know, just to be all in and, and trust God on the other end. One of the things I do, Zach, I don't know if you do this, but I trust God, uh, learn to trust God every day in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Uh, our, our pastor started this thing called the second mile for every month. We go through uh, one or two books uh, every day and it's, it has been a real encouragement. We're doing Esther this month and that's a great book. It is. I've read it several times, but once you actually sit down and meditate on it, you're like, wow. Yeah. And how many times have I been, Mordecai or how many times have we been Haman and said, Oh, you should do this, promote him and stuff like that. Or how many times have I been Esther that stood up for someone? Yeah, I get that. And, uh, I'll tell you one of the things I've learned too, is before I preach out of a book of a Bible. Now I read it like 10 times. Uh, I've just, I've got to the point where I read the book over and over and over again. So I do my Bible reading slash listening. I listen as I read that's helpful to me. And I do that every day. And that, you know, in 365 days, I'll have done the whole Bible. But then on top of that, uh, I don't want to just check blocks. I don't want to be a Bible reading block checker. I don't want to say, yeah, I read Matthew. Yay, I'm all done. I want to read Matthew. I want to get everything I'm supposed to get out of it. I want to dig into it. Uh, You know, and that takes about an hour a day. But boy, I'll tell you, it kills discouragement. You know, the living word, uh, mm-hmm. the word that comes with the author, the Holy Spirit of God. And, and I think to do that, we need to focus. So to avoid weariness, we really need to focus on the eternal reward. And that eternal reward, it's not an award. We don't deserve any awards. It's a reward. And we focus right, on that, yeah. right, Zach? Yeah, and we have to. And like you said, it's the living word. You can read Matthew once, and then the next time you read it, you're like, oh, I didn't see that before or you can apply it in a different way. And that's one thing I love about the Bible. You can read the same passage 
every year and be like, oh, it applies to me different this year because I'm in a different season of my life. Right. Different season of everything. And, and, you know, being married 18 years, it's different when you get married folks for you single folks. It's a, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that takes some work. That takes some persevering and on both parts. And it's harder for the other person than it is me and my marriage. I assure you that, but uh, you know, folks, I tell you discouragement, it's going to visit. It's going to be there. And uh, just Mm -hmm. trust God. Let us not be weary and well-doing for in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. So I guess today's message is all about not giving up. Today's message is all about trusting God. Today's message is don't grow weary. Realize that you're going to reap. Don't faint. When it comes time, you got to trust in God's time and trust in God's word. Focus, friends. Focus on the eternal reward, the salvation, what God's word has to tell you. And boy, God's going to take care of you. We sure do love you, folks. What an honor it is that you took some time to be part of us. Thanks, Zach. We'll talk to you all soon. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.